Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go, people, on a, uh, what the hell is today? Wednesday, I believe, right? It's, uh, it's okay. already Monday. Welcome in another edition of Make It Rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri, and uh, we woke up this morning uh, to O.J. Simpson tweets, to Brett Favre Instagram posts. And uh, we're trying to make heads and tails of all of it, seeing how it is. Um, From what I understand, Brett Favre is pulling the oldest trick in the book. And I wonder how long it is going to be before OJ pulls this trick. But the old my Instagram was hacked uh, happened to Brett Favre yesterday. And apparently he posted this uh, while somebody posted this. Uh, saying how, uh, quotes, and let me make sure I got the quote right, but he said that um, a true champion sticks to his or her calling. I will be coming out of retirement and making my return to play in the NFL for the 2020 season. Stay tuned for more news. And, of course, people went absolutely ballistic yesterday going, is he serious? Is he, you know, is even for a brief minute going, no, Brett Favre's not coming out. Even for that brief moment, though, there were a lot of people yesterday that went, um, Brett Favre could be coming out of retirement. And, of course, you know, the mm-hmm. people went ballistic. Is Did he actually do this? And then then we get the old, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, my Instagram account was hacked. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out who in their right mind would actually go out of their way to Instagram hack Brett Favre. Brett Favre. So... Yeah, I'm not sure what the story is behind that, but uh, at least for a little while yesterday, some people were like, please let him come to my team. And that shows you just how bad the state of the NFL quarterback is. Yes. And then uh, and then you tell me that you're actually now engaging with O.J. Simpson on Twitter. So I can't wait to hear this story. Tell me what's going on here. Yeah. So as we know, we talked about O.J., right, and his uh you know, his videos that we talked about already, right. like the Khloe Kardashian one and like getting even right. with people or whatever it is. Okay, so O.J. Simpson's timeline has literally four posts on it. Three that are these videos. We talked about them, the Happy Father's Day. And one and one post that's a normal post where he says, and I'm reading now, taking an early look at fantasy football. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is my clear number one, but with Tyree Kill's status still up in the air, I'm debating Baker Mayfield or Todd Gurley. What do you think? Am I missing someone? And And so I I hit him back. I hit him back. Mm -hmm. I respond with legit analysis on who to consider, you know, and then and then, by the way, I also tell him in a follow up tweet that, um, you know, I could also because he seems to need a little bit of help. I could help him out, Joe. And then I tell him, um, quote unquote, I could be his secret weapon. Oh, (laughs) my word. I can't wait. You got to see the. You have to see the responses, Joe, on Twitter to some of these people. Some of these people are like, yo, uh, why would you even uh, like Tyreek Hill for what he did to his family? You would never do that to your family. Some people are saying like Patty Mahomes. Yeah, he has that killer instinct. People, This was a good one because he's talking about Baker Mayfield number one. 
He said it wouldn't be the first time you take a stab at a Brown if we're going with Baker Mayfield. But I thought a lot of people said he should draft number one Joe Flacco. Why? Because he's got a white Bronco then. <laughs> um, some people were talking about Aaron Hernandez should be his first pick because they were cut from the same DNA. Stuff like that. He's got that killer instinct like you do. You have to check it out. And the replies are absolutely hysterical. But I thought I'd throw my hat in the ring. So let me ask you, Joe, if like oh, OJ can't. responds to me, because honestly, if you look at all the responses, I'm like offering him real advice. So maybe he pays attention to what I have to say. If he wants to come on, make it rain. Are you morally opposed to that show? I have no problem uh, bringing him on uh, here. I got a few questions I would love answered. So, yes, I uh, I got no problem as long as he uh, agrees to answer anything we throw his way. I have no problem with bringing the juice onto the well, show I'm here. He says about fantasy football because apparently he cares about it's the number, it's the first thing he he wants to say he's not Chloe's dad and right. ask people about fantasy football. So listen, I, I'm just gonna respond. I put notifications on for any time he posts because maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna pester him until he responds back. He's uh, he's only about uh, let's see what does he got here? He's up to almost seven hundred and fifty thousand followers already. So. Yesterday, yeah, when we there. when we broke it to you, that's correct. And you're right, though. The Internet always wins. Twitter always wins oh. because it, the underneath that post uh, about the fantasy football and who I should take, it's just it's it's priceless. It's a, yeah, like the, response. the the responses are just priceless, man, which is the only real reason to stay and on Twitter. Simpson always draft Marcus Allen in her fantasy draft. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I just like I I can't. They were like, OJ, you will be given a win. <laughs> you can't. This is, oh, there's Dane Speeds. Look at look at Dane Speeds. Look at him. Thoughts <laughs> on Tyreek Hill? I know he beat the kid, but he's yard, so he may have a little bit of that killer thing that you possess. I, can't. I mean, sir, I can't. go check it out. These are amazing. I really think the I, Joe Flacco white Bronco is really I kind can't. of the best. Uh, the best. <laughs> This is this is I told you that I not tell you this was a car crash waiting to happen and how just you can't stop once you start watching it. You can't stop watching it half an hour just going through the damn replies being like, oh, that was a good one. It's a good one. And and then I was like, I literally know I set notifications for when OJ tweets, because if this is any indication, okay, this is literally one of the biggest topics he's going to be tweeting about. Okay, so I mean, I'm just gonna keep on flying at him, and maybe he'll hit me back eventually. Because here's the thing: if I'm OJ and I want to, you know, generate a conversation about fantasy football, and all the people are responding to you with stuff like this about how, by the way, you murdered people, and I'm responding, I'm just gonna keep legit fantasy advice. You know, maybe just... he'll be like, "Oh, I maybe I'll respond to this guy." You know, so uh, try it. Oh, I'm gonna my try. God, that is. That is rich, dude. I, I got to tell you, man, that is some of the funniest stuff I have seen. It is it is priceless, not for what he posts, but for what everybody else posts on that stuff, oh, yeah. on his Twitter page. It's, it's, worth, it's, it's worth the price of admission. I cannot believe it. Oh, my God. Is she going back? You got happy Jason. hump day, people. I'm still trying to figure out this one here. This one cracks me up. Ladies and gentlemen, I've looked into the future. Yes. There's one I with uh, Donald Trump and Keith Hernandez. 
Uh, also oh, talked about trying to recreate the pick. Um, it's hysterical. It is well worth the uh, price of admission, folks. Get, you know, give it a whirl, and, and you will love it. I promise you will love it. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I need someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com oh, I can't Alright, welcome back here on a Wednesday people as we uh, as we look to make it rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Jane and I just uh Having a little bit of fun here reading uh, OJ's uh, Twitter feed and not because of anything OJ writes because he doesn't write a whole hell of a lot. He, he posted he posted one thing about uh, fantasy football. So, of course, your boy over there had to uh, dive in feet first with a couple of posts uh, pointing him in the right direction. 
pointing him in the right direction. And uh, the the posts underneath it, though, guys, are worth uh, if you're having a rough day today. Go ahead and start reading some of what people have posted underneath. You will uh, you will feel much better about yourself, I promise you. Twitter never loses, folks. Never, ever loses. So congratulations. Uh, now, with that, what do you think OJ's going to do after this? Like, does he go through all the responses? You know, like, he, he wanted, he's like, what do y'all think? So you think OJ's, like, waking up with his morning coffee reading this stuff? And if I don't so, think he does. What is his response? Well, if so, is he like, oh, forget this? Or does he engage with people? Does he tomorrow? Like, compare OJ Simpson and Magic Johnson's Twitter. You know, like, is it going to be like Magic just being like, congratulations to these guys? Like, oh my God, what a great player. That kind of stuff, that generic. Or is he going to really get into it with people? Like, I'm, I'm sort of intrigued. And anybody with the kind of cojones to put themselves out there, you gotta know what you're gonna get back in terms of mentions and at you yeah, yeah. replies and stuff like that. I really am. I'm, I'm kind of legitimately interested in how OJ is gonna play this. I uh, I told you this was a car crash, dude. And when I tell you, you just once you start, you can't stop taking your eyes off of it. And if he only comes in every once, you know, in a couple of days and posts things, it's going to. It's going to be a whirlwind because, like you said, not only did you alert, you know, you put it on alert every time he posts something, um, you and the rest of the world are now on a waiting for OJ to post something. So, guys, it's going to be uh, it's going to be hysterical. He hasn't done a lot of follow up. It looks like engagement like he, he's not he answering respond, a whole right. lot of people. I'm, I'm right. That's why it, I responded yeah. with something legitimate with like legitimate response, because then yeah. he may out of like if if. Two percent of the replies are like actually answering his question instead of some crazy pun about a white Bronco or a murderer. Um, that's the ones he's going to respond to. Like he's not yeah. going to respond to someone being like, oh, you kill people. Right. He's going to respond to someone who's actually engaging in the conversation. So I thought I gave myself like if he's going to respond to anybody, I'm in the like five percent that he may respond to. And I'm just I literally uh... I swear. OG, I'm just gonna keep. Uh, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Every time he posts, I'm gonna respond as though he's just a regular human being, and eventually, I think he's gonna reply back to me. Oh, that is gonna be one hell of a party when he does, dude. I can tell you that right now. We're gonna have a good time with this. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Speaking of good time, last night, guys, uh, they're at it again, and it's kind of hard to believe what this uh, what this team is gonna be. Driven deep to right field. It's his first Yankee home run. It's 6-3. I don't even know what to make of this team, Dean. Uh, I just looked. Stanton was back in the lineup last night. Judge is just around the corner. And when you looked at what that lineup is <laughs> with Sanchez yeah. and Carcion, and I'm yeah. just going, could you imagine being a pitcher, having to be a starting pitcher or come out of the pen and go, this is the lineup that I've got to face? Like, you, you got to be kidding me. Like, it is... It is absurd, and then Carnacion just it puts the it puts the icing on the cake. And, and I know they need pitching, and, and we know, and the, you know, they're going to go out and get somebody. But the idea that Brian Cashman doesn't know how to work the system or doesn't know what he's doing is a little bit. Like, I think we should also sort of roll because that lineup right now, as constructed, even without Judge, uh, Dane, it's it's stupid. It's it, it's absolutely stupid, especially in a in a juice ball world in which last month alone guys in the month of may 
there were 1,135 home runs hit. That is a new record for any calendar month in history. They're already on par to pass it in the month of June. So uh, Verlander, I think, said it well last night. Verlander goes out, right, and gives up a, a leadoff home run to a guy that's five yeah. foot eight uh, as a leadoff hitter for the Reds. And then uh, Dietrich comes up two batters later and hits an, and we all hear exit velocity, right? The dude hit a ball 88 miles per hour that went out of the park. Still went out. Uh, and that's it also still a great went American out small park out there in Cincy. But yeah. yeah, but even, st- you know, it was funny, even when Dietrich hit it and Dietrich is a guy that is known to, you know, he's got these crazy little bat flips and these celebrations like right. he had his head down, like he really thought it was a pop up and which yeah. is what it was ultimately was a pop up. And uh, when you look at the numbers here and, and Verlander after the game last night, it's like, I, I, I don't know what to do here. He's like, it's, you know, the, the interesting thing about Verlander is he only gives up solo home runs. He doesn't really give up, you know, these three run bombs or grand slams or anything like that. But he's like, you know, if you're a pitcher in this game today and, you know, you give up a lot of fly ball outs, he's like, you can't tell me this ball's not juiced. I mean, Verlander was one of the first guys especially after pitching in Mexico. He's like, you can't tell me this ball's not juiced, guys. He's like, it's it's ridiculous. He's like, these guys aren't even hitting the ball. You know, I'm sawing people off, and the ball is still going out of the ballpark. Right. And then you look at this Yankees lineup, and you go, maybe, I don't know, maybe Cashman's on to something here. I mean, pitching, yes, you're going to need it, but my word, that lineup is absurd, Dane. Yeah, it absolutely is. I think I mentioned it. Uh, a couple days ago with what their potential lineup is and judge isn't even back yet. Right. Um, <laughs> when they have everybody back, you know, they're going to have to sit Voight or Encarnacion every day at first base and DH. They're going to rotate people into the DH spot. But I told you they're like standard lineup. If everyone's healthy that I would fill out, at least has Glaber Torres in the nine spot. Glaber Torres is hitting 285. Glaber Torres has 15 home runs already. Your nine hitter is on pace to hit over 30 home runs. Your nine hitter, I think, is the leading vote getter at second base in AL All Star voting. You know, so yep. yes, this lineup is absolutely very deep. The one issue that I have, Joe, and we're not going to see this until later on, but this this home run or nothing is great when you're facing you know average regular season pitching. Okay, mm-hmm. but when they have to see, say, the Houston Astros in the ALCS and they got to see Verlander and Cole and, and, and that crew, they could also all these all these home runs could also become strikeouts. Right. And they could be instead of being able to get a rally going, they could be waiting for the two run home run and they could be waiting for the entire game. And it never happened. That's what I'm still a little bit worried about, how this would stack up against truly elite pitching in the playoffs in this home run or strikeout or nothing kind of uh, age that we are in. But, yeah, the offense on paper is absolutely stacked. I told you that they now have four of the top five guys in terms of home runs per or at-bats per home run um, in the majors. Joey Gallo is first, but the next four are Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, and Walk the Parrot with Edward Encarnacion. And that doesn't even count guys like Voight. That doesn't count guys like Torres, like I'm saying, you know, like LeMayu, who has been a beast for this team. So, yeah, their offense has to be considered the best in baseball. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, Verlander was great after the games. He's like, you know, when when he's like one through nine now, he's like, you, you've got guys, yeah. everyone is is capable of hitting the ball out of the ballpark. He's Maybe like, you used to. Ninth for this team. 
he's like, it used to be the game was make sure that you miss the barrel. He's like, but it doesn't matter if you miss the barrel now. You can hit, you can, you can saw them off, and the ball at 88 miles per hour is still leaving the ballpark. He's like, and it's just now it's all about you have to, and this is a good stat to to keep in mind when you're looking. The swing and misses category is huge for guys, and you'll notice that most of the pitchers that have that that very high swing and miss rate. These are guys with this four seam fastball, the the ball that actually right. rises and and doesn't. You're you're not going to be able to get that that launch angle, so to speak. And even Verlander last night's like, I don't. He's like, I don't know what to do. He's like, maybe throw less strikes. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to do. He's like, it gets it gets to the point. He's like, it makes. Um, he's like, you can't tell me that this ball is not juiced. And I think the numbers are bearing out, man. Anybody who says that, no, these guys are just they're better hitters, or you're going to try to come up with some other argument, they're not better hitters, guys. This ball is juiced like we've never seen before. It's crazy. And it changes everything, not only the way people pitch, not only the way people play the game, but certainly the way people bet the game. At least it needs to be if you want to make any money out of it, that's for sure. So, got another slate of games here on today, including... theories on that one too, right? I'll send you over the commercial record. We got an afternoon game too, we'll tell you about coming up. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in America. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Game time decisions. The last coffee I've had, Cam, was yeah. in 1982. Are you serious? 1982? I don't know, man. I think I told uh, my parents I was going on a field trip or something, and I really just got wasted for four days. And uh, <laughs> I remember, like, before I went home, I was like, my buddy told me, hey, we'll go to this breakfast place and you know, drink some yeah. coffee, and it'll sober us up. I put so much sugar in. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So uh, the uh, the guy there that Scott Barry, the guy that uh, placed the four hundred dollar wager on the St. Louis Blues to win uh, ah. to win it all, hopped on a uh, private jet that the uh, casino sent him yesterday to uh, to go and cash this ticket, of course. And yeah, it's amazing how uh, casinos are willing to roll out the uh, the big. Co- they're willing to send you private jets. Uh, for you to come and cash that ticket, and and you know what? As long as you're here, why don't you spend a couple of days? We'll give you the VIP suite. Give it all back. <laughs> sure. Why don't we give you a little here? Why not? So yeah, I love uh, I know, love how that works, man. <laughs> I got banged on that. I was a kid, not a kid. I don't know. I was in my you know I was like Venmo Brian's age, let's say. And Joe, down by you in Florida, they have these like riverboat casinos. You know, they mm-hmm. go out. You know, on the boat, you go out for And I did it once with, uh, you know, the person I was dating at the time. And, you know, it's like a four-hour thing, right? You go out, you have dinner, yes. whatever. And I went out, and the first hour, bang, bang, bang. I'm up big time, right? But what am I going to do? Sit there for two and a half hours with all the tables there and not gamble? That ain't going to happen. Yep. There was nowhere else for me to go. I was on a damn boat. You know what I'm saying? So I was up. Yep. But obviously, I pissed it all back in the like, the second mm-hmm. half of the boat trip. So that's the thing. Yep. You got to hop in, hop out. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, too. They uh, it's very sneaky how they did this, guys. And you need to be uh, it's it's so funny when he went to the uh, where he put it, which I believe was at Paris, Vegas. Um, they offered him. Are you ready for this? They offered him, um, you know, your choice. You could have one hundred thousand dollars in cash or we can give it to you in chips or you can have it in a check. But, you know, this is basically what uh, what one hundred thousand dollars in chips looks like. If you guys ever uh, wanted to see it right there, that's what it that's one hundred thousand dollars in chips. Now, what would you have I taken the chips, the check or like, the cash? I would have taken a mix. I would have taken a mix. Uh, what is a hundred K? I would have given give me 90 K and a check that I can't touch that you mail back to my house. <laughs> And then give me 10K in chips, and I'll play a little bit if you comp in my room and my buffets and all that good stuff. Let's you know go. what? You are That's way sort of... too uh, responsible, dude. You are way too – you are exactly right. the kind of guy that, that people like me need to go away to Vegas with over there. You need to be that voice of reason. Make your ATF going the... card. Yeah, like exactly. That, exactly. Uh, you need to be that guy that goes, you know what? We're going to take 90000 put it in a check. We're going to give me 10000 in chips, and, then, and, and we are going to – 
<laughs> it's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. And I see somebody else with whatever it is, the different color chip, you know, like the, the, the color that I don't have in front of me, whatever that is, you know. I, I, I get up to the $100 chips, okay? I'll get, I'll get the fives, the 25s, and the $100 chips for the most part, right? But then when I see someone else and they've got like the orange chip or the whatever, and I have to like look over to be like, oh, that's 1000 hmm, cool. And then like we're, we're, I'm rolling at the craps table or whatever, and I'm like, oh, he just got three more orange ones. That's cool. You know, that like, sort of wow. thing. Um, right, yeah. That's what I always think about, maybe like Ocean's Eleven and turning the lights out in the place and rioting. <laughs> you, you've got to be that guy, man. You've got to be that voice of reason going, hey, man, just just pick it up and walk away. Pick it up and walk away, man. Uh, speaking That's of walking away, uh, the, the NBA, of course, the draft is coming up here tomorrow night, which there is some uh, draft props that we'll talk about a little bit later. And draft props with the NBA is a little bit different than it is with the NFL. But I can tell you this, uh, no shortage of drama already. All of a sudden, the West, which looked to be such the juggernaut, right? The the best conference in the NBA. You want to be in the East. You don't want to be in the West. Well, all of a sudden, the West has become wide open. And, and now, we knew there were some issues with Chris Paul and James Harden. But now it was reported yesterday that Chris Paul wants out of Houston altogether, which is laughable, given the fact that I don't know who in their right mind would ever take on a 34-year-old's $124 million contract and the amount of well, money that he is due James over the next three years. Yeah, I, he will. Well, they can't because they can't afford him unless LeBron is willing to take half the money. They can't, they can't take on that contract, so it's not feasible to do to L.A. There are some places he can go. He can, you know, Boston can swap Hayward for Chris Paul. You know, Miami right. here can do... You know, they can send dragage. There's a few places he can go. But ultimately, the idea, and of course, you, you got to give Daryl Morey, uh, the general manager, credit. He was immediately on every talk show yesterday afternoon going, he's not going anywhere, guys. Like, he's not going anywhere. Well, <laughs> you know, of course, you're going to say that. But then, Dane, like we do all the time, you've got to ask yourself, why do we know this? Like, who does this benefit knowing that Chris Paul wants out of Houston? Because it's coming from somewhere, and chances are it ain't coming from the organization, right? Daryl Murray is not doing damage control yesterday because he leaked it. So somebody had to have gone to Yahoo Sports and went, hey, man, you know what? He wants out. And listen, it doesn't shock me that those two guys, despite the commercials, the State Farm commercials and everything else you see with these two guys, they are completely opposite sides of the basketball spectrum and I imagine it's got to be pretty hard to play with a guy like James Harden, who it's all or nothing with him, right? I mean, it's it, there's no in-between with Harden. And, you know, Chris Paul, he's ball hog. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't pass the ball enough. And all of that is fine and dandy when you're losing. But I don't know that we'd be having the same conversation if they were winning. But still, I imagine after 82 games and a playoff run that, that, ended as disappointing as it did. I imagine the whole James Harden routine is probably wearing thin on a whole bunch of guys right now in Houston. So here's the thing. I think there's enough blame to go around. And if you look at both James Harden and Chris Paul, they now mm-hmm. have both have multiple like former teammates both have multiple examples of where, like, they were hard to work with. It's long known. No one in the league likes Chris Paul. Everyone thinks right. he's kind of an kind of an a hole, you know, to play with. And now Harden, if you think about it, listen, 
Dwight Howard, same kind of situation a couple of years ago, right? There's a reason that in Oklahoma City, they could have chosen to cast aside and trade Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant back then. No, they got rid of James Harden. And now the same thing with uh, CP3. I, this, it, this could be either one of them. And, and, and I don't know, right? Um, so what I want to know, though, Joe, and you're plugged in. Two months is, of not talking. Like two months of not talking to were, each other. If they were not talking to each other for two months, mm. where was the beat reporters? Where were the yeah. beat reporters during the season being like, there's a real issue here? Where was TMZ? Yeah. I saw footage of like a, a, a huddle during the playoffs with Harden and CP3 going at it. But if this was so true and this was so untenable and so unrepairable, why did no? Why did we? Why did we not know this? You know, um, in the season, why were there not reports about acrimony in Houston all season long? Why is this news now? Uh, is my yep. big question. But uh, when you ask, like, why was this leaked? What's the motivation? Whose camp might this be coming out of? You know, that sort of thing. My biggest question is, hmm. Why are we hearing about this now? And now, where was yep. this all season long? Yep. Here was Vincent uh, Goodwill, the guy from Yahoo Sports that actually uh, that that put this out because somebody handed this to him, and this is what he had to say. So I don't know what the Rockets could do as far as you know acclimating you know his request, but the request did happen, according to my reporting, uh, after the season and after the playoffs ended. Chris Paul was very frustrated, has been frustrated with James Harden all season. And it's also known that James Harden has been frustrated with Chris Paul as well. It's a two-way street here as far as being difficult to play with one another. A lot of difficult situations happening through the season. The two sides did not talk for well over six weeks from what I was told by someone close enough to the situation. So I'm not surprised by any of it or, or even the reaction. Yeah, and it also it was reported, of course, that uh... – CP3, I guess, had uh, had basically had just washed his hands of Harden saying, you know, Harden was trying to approach him, trying to work things out. And of course, CP3 was like, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm good to go. No respect on either side. It was reported that it is now unsalvageable, this relationship. And that only benefits one person to put that out there. And that, of course, is Chris Paul. So I'm sure James Harden's people didn't want this to come out and make it look as if um, you know, it was James Harden that was the issue. This is all about Chris Paul trying to maneuver. And we've and this is the NBA we live in now, Dane, isn't it? Uh, we, we start to yep. get these agents leaking these stories because they want to mm-hmm. control the public narrative and hope to be able to push the organization into a corner where they just they have to get rid of you now. But the problem is they ain't getting rid of you, dude. Nobody wants that contract. There's only a handful of teams that can actually take that contract on. And would they want a 34-year-old on the back nine? Do they want a 34-year-old guard who's injury-prone? Do do they really want him on the team? There's only a handful of places that it makes any sense. But this is the NBA we live in now. You know, wash your laundry to the public and try to get public uh, opinion in your favor. That's, that's what this NBA is. Yeah, and at the same time, remember a few, uh, oh, at this point, two months ago, like leading up to the NFL draft, where you hear a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that week or two right before, and it's people maneuvering, it's people getting stuff out into the public, and you can't really trust it worth a damn because it's smoke screens and stuff like that. 
Well, remember, guys, in about two weeks, we got NBA free agency. We got the NBA draft. This is everybody starting to organize and figuring out their strategy to either improve their personal situation or improve their team situation. And we're starting to get those narratives leaked as 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 people are starting to decide what they're going to do or try to put out there what they want. But this isn't the only one, Joe. I was surprised yesterday that also Al Horford and Harrison Barnes opted out. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to talk about that as well, right? Mm. But that's the thing. We got a lot of players, camps, agents, teams starting to maneuver um, to get themselves ready. We saw it with the Brooklyn Nets trading people to get cap space, maybe for Kyrie Irving. We saw it with finally this Lakers in AD trade. We're hearing now that Paul might be out there for the having. I don't think, you know, we talked about Bradley Beal as well. There's going to be, this is, it's rumbling time because, you know, the deck is going to get reshuffled in a couple of weeks, starting really with tomorrow's NBA draft. Yeah, you got to love uh, guys that just want to uh, push all the dirty laundry out after the season. Gives us so much to talk about, but uh, you're right. We'll, we'll touch base on the draft, how the, uh, how the Celtics are becoming a dumpster fire. We'll cover that coming up here as we make it rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weigh 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. 
If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. So the NBA draft getting ready to happen tomorrow night, Barclays Center. And uh, I think there's a little question as to who uh, the top two picks are going to be. But there is some question and some betting opportunities, uh, opportunities to make it rain in that draft prop betting uh, that uh, are presenting himself. We'll talk about that. Good morning. Welcome in here. Make it rain. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri. And, uh, yes, listen, we know Zion Williamson, right? We know uh, Zion to the Pelicans. We know uh, Ja Morant to, uh, from Murray State to the Grizzlies. And then after that, it's really that's where the fun begins for, uh, for Knicks fans, uh, for Atlanta Hawks fans, and for everyone else that's, uh, that's waiting behind there. The Hawks did make an offer to the Knicks for uh, pick number three in exchange for a pair of top 10 picks at number eight and number 10 that the Hawks have coming to them. Uh, it is uh, it is being reported this morning that the Knicks turned that offer down, and a lot of people are saying they are they are already committed to R.J. Barrett being the Knicks. But yeah. hold hold on to your horses because even though that we know Barrett is projected as the number three pick to the Knicks, they are holding a workout today for Vanderbilt guard uh, Darius Garland. And what makes this interesting is because it's one of the most heavily bet props right now on the draft and uh, the answer is the over under draft position for this kid Darius Garland and if you're going I never heard of him well he played five college games uh, and then he blew his MCL yeah but and by the way he wasn't exactly high profile at Vanderbilt and the reason that he went to Vanderbilt wasn't because Duke and Kentucky and everybody else didn't want him he was a five-star recruit out of uh, out of high school he went to Vanderbilt because he wanted to stay close to home. He's from the area. And also, he had a very good relationship, personal relationship with the coach then, which was Bryce Drew. He grew up in, in Drew's basketball camps. Ah, so he okay. wanted to play with that coach. But what we do know about this kid and what we've seen, guys, this kid is, think of um, oh, yeah. Damian Lillard. Think of Damian Lillard, because especially after Lillard had the kind of season and playoff run that he did, this is a kid that can hit bombs and and hit him at a at a regular clip. He's not mm-hmm. a, he's not a one hit wonder. This guy is a guard that can shoot off the dribble. He can he can hit the 25, 30 footer like just think Damian Lillard. That's ultimately what you're getting here. And there's a lot of guys that think the upside for him is ridiculous. Now the problem is when you look at a draft order. You know, the Pelicans uh, are sitting there with number four, right? But they got Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball. So they've got point guards, right? Then you've got the Cavaliers who just who went all in on Colin Sexton last year, another guard. So the feeling is, and this is why the draft position prop is interesting at five and a half. The question is, there could be this guy is absolutely somebody people are going to want to look at. And the Knicks are looking at him today. The question is, does somebody go up and get him prior to number five, which is Cleveland? Does somebody like Cleveland or even the Pelicans, for that matter, or whoever lands with the number four pick, 
do they pick this kid and use him as a trade possibility later on in the draft? Or, you know, we've seen that too. But make no mistake about it. This kid is not being talked about, but this kid is being talked about in the front offices of every NBA team coming up in the draft. And that's why it's such an interesting prop right now. He's at five and a half, and the juice is uh, it opened up at, at minus 150. It's already been bet up to minus 300. So hmm. that tells you this kid is somebody that is going to be highly coveted. Do not be shocked when you hear the name tomorrow uh, in the top three, four, five picks. Uh, this kid, Darius, uh, Darius Garland, is in all likelihood going to be a top five pick. The question is, does somebody move up and go get him? And would the Knicks, would the Knicks throw a wrench into this, go get this kid and pass on R.J. Barrett? So that's one of the props right now that is seeing an awful lot of handle. You can tell by the juice where you think uh, where you think Vegas has him landing. Going to be inside the top ten. The only issue is the Pelicans and Cavs. They're loaded with guards. Do they go out and get another guard, or do they use them as trade bait, or who moves up to go get them, Dane? That's going to be the big question. But right now, this kid is a top-five pick. I mean, make no mistake about it. And people are going to be like, who is he? Don't. This kid is a this kid is a monster, but he only played five games at Vanderbilt before he uh, tore his MCL. And with the Knicks hosting him today, Dane, don't be surprised. You know the Knicks. Don't be surprised. That's true. I think anything is possible when you talk about the New York Knicks. And yes, um, true uh, basketball heads know about Darius Garland out of Vanderbilt. He, uh, you know, is kind of that X factor in this draft because people think, to your point, okay, as a point guard, someone who can create his own shot and can shoot from distance. And that is a great fit for the 2019-2020 NBA and the way the game is played these days. I think uh, Dame Dollar is an interesting comp. And everyone thought that this was a, a, a draft of, you know, a, a tier of three. And now people mm-hmm. are considering maybe Garland is in there as a legitimate fourth. Now, here's the thing. I think I, – I, I don't think it's the Knicks, okay, uh, Joe? Personally, I think the Knicks are pretty locked into R.J. Barrett. Um, that's the way I think. I think they're going to wind up trying to get their point guard in free agency. Um, and if they strike out on guys like Kyrie and Kemba – you know, there's guys still like D'Angelo Russell and others that could be a free agent as a, as a floor general point guard. But what I think is interesting here, Joe, is the New Orleans Pelicans. Remember, they just acquired the mm. number four pick and there were reports already, OK, that, you know, they were shopping that number four pick. All right. And so that's where that's what I'm talking about. There's so many ways to build a team through the draft, through trades, through free agency as well. What 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 New Orleans knows they have is an all-star guard in Drew Holiday, right? They know they have a quality guard in Lonzo Ball. They know they have a scorer on the wing in Brandon Ingram. They know they have a locked-in front court stud in Zion Williamson. So maybe they want to flip that number four pick for an existing player, you know, that could be mm-hmm. a big man, for a player that they think would help complement their team if they don't think Garland is the guy, and they could flip that pick for a real player and a pick or something like that. The Pelicans are not done dealing. I think the deal happens with the number four pick because, honestly, also, Joe, if you're a team out there targeting Darius Garland, you don't have to move up to three. You need to move up to four. I think the Knicks entertaining Garland is a smokescreen. Yeah, and and listen, it's a smart move by them because if there is a team that is hot on this kid and it sounds like there's a number of them that can use this, the Knicks hosting this kid, you know, you don't know. Somebody could pick up the phone and be like, hey. Uh, hey, yes. Knicks, and then maybe the Knicks can get, you know, uh, listen, R.J. Barrett would be a nice piece, but I, I do think that w- 
if they were able to get a pretty decent haul in return with a couple of guys right, that can right. actually play now, whoever that may be, it's Bradley something Beal, the Knicks. Andrew yeah. one next year or whatever it is, right? Exactly it. I mean, there is an opportunity for the Knicks, and and kudos to them for creating this this uh, this right. aura now, twenty four hours before, because. Guys, this is a guy you got to look out for. There are a lot of teams right now who mm-hmm. are guard hungry a and a kid that, that can yep. kid that can pull up from thirty feet, guys, and drill shots like a la Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. Um, this kid is going to be probably, you know, he might be utilized more by teams like the Knicks and the Pelicans. They might be dangling this kid in front of an awful lot of teams who would love, and I mean love, to have this kid running point for them. So it's going to be that to me is one of the most interesting props tomorrow night. Does this kid go past five? Um, Does everyone pretend like they want him and then let him drop? Uh, Or does somebody go up and say, you know what, here, we want this kid. He's going to be our future. Let's go. So I do know there's no concern about his leg. Apparently the knee, everyone uh, over that physicals and everything else. He's good to go. But this is a kid that is, he could set the world on fire and we've seen it every draft, right? There's always that one, that one kid, right, that goes in a draft, everyone went, who, you know, is he from Europe? Like, And then all of a sudden he comes in and he makes a huge difference in that last year and nobody is talking about him the following year. But we get that every year in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, if you look back, you know, take a look at the all-rookie team, let's say. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember actually, uh, not this year, but last year, it was weird because the all-rookie team was, in fact, the top five picks in the NBA draft. And someone made yes. the point that that was like the first time that had happened, you know, in, in I don't know what it was, whether it was forever or like the last 15, 20 years. And all that is to say that there's always at least one guy, you know, with the, with the, the ninth pick overall, the 12th pick, something like that, who winds up popping off, whether it's because he was overlooked of injury, is in the right fit, matures and develops the right way. So, you know, that's why, to be honest, if I'm the Atlanta Hawks, I'm not trying to move up because I've already got, you know, Simmons and, I mean, excuse me, Trey Young and good a good young core. I would love to get two guys in the top 10 at, I think it's 7 and 10 or 8 and 10. And mm-hmm. if, if I get quality other, like they're building a great young talent, talented core there, I would almost want to have two guys with the potential to be all-stars than one of the the kind of top tier in this kind of draft when you already have your studs um, in the front court and, of course, Trey Young. I think for them, solid quantity may be better than the three or four pick for quality. Um, So so I I like where Atlanta's positioned as well in this. Yeah, I really do. And you know what? Kudos for them for trying to come up with the Knicks, um, you know, to turn down that offer for a couple of picks a little bit later on. They must have their eyes set on somebody. Now, the question is, is it Barrett or is it going to be this kid? But, of course, we'll know that in in 24 hours. But the betting markets feel uh, it could be anywhere between the Knicks, the Pelicans, and the Cavs. One of those three teams, even though two don't need them, uh, there are – one of those three teams is going to ultimately pull the trigger on this kid. At least that's what Vegas thinks. With that kind of number and that kind of juice at five and a half, they're expecting somebody to move up and make a deal. And it, it appears that Atlanta tried to. Uh, tried to do yeah. something there, but the Knicks are like, yeah, they're locked in the they Knicks. Like I think they do, too. And, yeah, listen, it makes sense. We've been talking about those big three now for how long? Yeah. Um, but, again, the question is, do the Pelicans, because this is still on the table, do the Pelicans call the Knicks and say, let's swap picks and, you know, we'll throw in uh, Lonzo Ball for or something along those lines in order to uh, pair uh, 
Barrett and Zion together. I mean, Zion. that's still a possibility. It's amazing to me how these first five picks, and there's three guys, and there's obviously a fourth that we just gave you here with Darius, probably, and that yeah. you know there's a European guy that somebody nobody's ever heard of that's probably going to come in, you know, and average uh, 28 and 12 next year. Sure. Uh, but I think the top five picks are are extremely intriguing tomorrow night as to how they uh, as to how they land. And I think there's a lot of kids in the draft that are going to have chips on their shoulder because nobody talked about them all year. It was all about Zion. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be I think it's an interesting draft. You got a lot of nice shooters. You got some nice players. But of course, Zion coming out changed the game this year as far as the NBA draft goes. And uh, how did the dominoes fall? And what happens if John Morant doesn't go number two? What if, uh, the, you know, the one team we haven't heard about is Memphis? You know, right. it's just been assumed they're going to go John Morant. But what, you know, they're, they're, I don't in the draft, I don't assume anything uh, anymore outside of Zion. To me, I think everything is on the table because what happens to yep. Mike Conley, by the way? You know, what? Exactly. where is he moving to? So there's a lot of questions to be answered here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I was going to go. And also, when you see what teams do tomorrow, it'll give you mm. certain leads and leanings into what they're looking for for free agency, yep. right? Like, let's say the Knicks that's do correct. go ahead and do Garland instead of RJ. Well, that's a clue that maybe they're in talks with a guy like Jimmy Butler to play the wing instead. You know, that's, that's what it's exactly like. It. They will give you clues of what positions they are addressing, what holes are still left to feel, fill. It's team composition, you know. We talked about this in the NFL draft and NFL free agency as well. Like, remember we were talking like, hey, if Miami addresses quarterback or not, are they tanking are they not? They pull the trigger for Rosen, that sort of thing. You know, so we we can see um, how teams are looking to construct their their rosters. They are giving you clues, and I really believe mm-hmm. that you just nailed something. That Mike Conley, um, yes, you know, could still be out there along with Chris Paul. You know, there's there's a trade market for guards. So let's see who addresses that. And by the way, whatever team drafts Darius Garland, you could probably cross them off the list in terms of a market for Conley or Paul. You know, that's what yep. Keep an eye on Boston, guys. I would not surprise me if Boston pulls something off to go up and get him since nobody else wants to play with him. Hour number two coming up. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, 
So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMAN at WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Masahiro Tanaka of the New York Yankees, a three-hit shutout, ten strikeouts. He has dominated the Tampa Bay Rays for whatever reason. Like facing them, for whatever reason, Tanaka pitches well against the Rays. Circle it, write it down, take a picture, put it in a book. Tanaka versus Rays is, is something that you want. DFS 2. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. When the... You know, something else, too, uh, just came out this week. Not only, of course, the NBA draft uh, getting ready tomorrow and the prop bets that come along with that. We just talked about Darius uh, um, and then the fact that he might actually, he might shock the world yeah, there the being a top card. three pick. He's the, definitely the wild card. But uh, we also, I do believe, and if I'm not mistaken here, and uh, yeah, that would help. Uh, that would, uh, if I'm not mistaken here, Dane, Monday they're going to announce who this year's NBA MVP was. And I think it, Giannis and Harden ah. is, is, right? That, that's who it's yeah. going to. It's one of those two, right? And a lot of people feel yeah. it's Giannis. Um, but I can also tell you this: the odds are already out for next year, for the uh, for the 2019-2020. And I think, and this is interesting here, you've got Giannis at plus 300, you got Harden at plus 350, and then it gets real interesting to me. Yeah. You got Kawhi at got plus 600. That's interesting. You got Steph Curry at plus 600, and then you've got uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James at plus 700, and those are really you know, your top five, six there. Now, I would automatically sure. throw out Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They're going to cancel each other out. Much like, uh, much like, well, because Shaq did it and Kobe did it. It was the same thing then. Th- those two, they split the vote. It, I, I wouldn't go with Anthony Davis or LeBron James. I think it's hard for either one of those guys playing with each other to dominate the votes. Uh, but the guy okay. to me that is the most interesting, of course, is, is Steph Curry now that it's going to be the Steph Curry show. Right. In Golden State, he's not going to have KD. And don't, and let us not forget, he won two of them prior to KD getting their uh, MVP. So I do think there is there's some value in Steph Curry, given his situation, that team situation, where you and I both right. know if it's scoring that is what everyone is looking at, well, then nobody sure. is probably going to have a bigger year than Steph Curry next year because it's going to be Curry or bust. So at least until, you know, after at least until February or March when Clay gets back. So I do think there's some value there. I I think if Kawhi goes back to I don't see the problem with Kawhi is, you know, he's going to take off 20, 25 games. 
You you know it no matter sure. where it is. You know load management is going to be a part there. And that might be the case with a guy like LeBron as well. You know, yes, that might be the exactly. case with a guy like LeBron for sure as well. And to be honest, you know, I know this is not usually what Steph does, but if they're ca- if Steph needs to carry them with no KD, no Clay, maybe Steph takes a little bit of rest as well. Maybe you start seeing load management with Steph because listen, we saw that he was gassed at the end of all this. Yeah, well, we'll go into some of the bigger numbers too coming up in hour number two. Maybe there's a maybe there's a bomb we haven't talked about. We'll do that next. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.